the streams podcast listen up segment one of our favorite uh types of our pod that we do we bring back our lifelong friend and podcast guru david gunn uh living down there in georgia and always been a guy that's been able to jump on these segments with us and give us his brand new recommendations summaries of our old favorites on the podcast and netflix shows and movies you should be watching in podcasts you should be listening to david brings uh three or four new ones to us today on the podcast front he and i talk about some of our old and favorite pods that maybe are falling out of rotation with with us, but also some great episodes from our, our go-to starting lineup of podcasts that we listen to. Also dive into some Netflix talk, some movie discussions, and all-around recommendation show for things that can keep your brain stimulated and you can listen to on long drives or working in the yard cutting the grass. Listen up segment with David Gunn, the podcast guru. Cross the Streams podcast, back with a listen up, first listen up segment with David Gunn of season three. David's coming to us as usual in transit in Georgia. David, what's going on, man? Uh, it's been a while, boss. We haven't been on here audio. T- well, we had the burn it down, which was fun as hell, where we discussed you and uh, our high school friends all taking turns committing self-arson. So we had that, <laughs> but we haven't had the listen up segment. So I'm glad we got back on here today. Yeah, I was uh, getting a little nervous. I thought you and uh, Kane had canceled my segment. So <laughs> no, you are the you. St- you still hold the record for most frequent guest. I mean, you're damn near the third member of the co- of the hosting triumvirate. But you know, we did bring your nemesis back on uh, Eggert last week. Yep. And I had my first grass cutting of the season last week, so I was uh, anticipating this week I will I will uh, listen to uh, the egg. Well, and see, I think you'll you'll be able to stomach this one more because he's part of a team drafting fictional basketball players, so there's less hot takes from him. Uh, but he he does mention he's well aware that uh, there's a listener out there that's not a fan of his appearance. Oh, Will Kane. He's the worst. He is the worst. So, hey, before we jump into our usual, listen up for everybody out there. Uh, listen up time with David. We dive into what podcasts, what Netflix shows we've been listening to, stuff we learned from, or things we want to talk about that we heard or watched on those shows. And so we'll get a chance to dive into that with David. How is the family? How is the business going? Orange Theory Fitness, all those things. I know Orange Theory, the last two weeks, my I've been getting my butt whipped in a good way. But I've been in I've been in higher splats the last couple weeks. They've been doing something to me in March. Fantastic. Did you do the transformation challenge? 
No, my wife did. My wife did. I like food too much to know that to have any chance at the transformation challenge. <laughs> That's awesome. Is that kind of the, the projected, like, is that the business kind of timeline? If you're doing things well, you don't have to be there? Well, ideally, um, if it was closer to me, I would be a owner-operator where I would work it all day. Because, oh, okay. you know, obviously that just helps maximize your, your profits, right? Where yeah. I wouldn't necessarily have to have a, uh, a studio manager running it. I'd run it myself. And yeah. At the end of the day, nobody's going to care for your, your place of business more than the owner. Yeah. Gotcha. For you guys, one question. This is for the. This is now. We're not CrossFit talk now. We're Orange OTF talk. So if you're not in Orange Theory, you can jump forward two minutes. But I gotta know: Do the coaches get to pick the music? Because I do feel like our studio Kelly and I are like, oh, it's this coach. I got to make sure I'm in because I like the music or that coach. God, I hate the music selection. No, I, I think that I think that's fun. Like you do get to know the people. Like there, this one coach at our place, I'm gonna get '90s hip hop throwbacks, and it's gonna be awesome. And I promise you, my splats go up higher. For sure. Oh yes, because if I'm if I'm jamming out, I can get through a three minute push. If I hate the song, I'm struggling. <laughs> Oh man, how's the family? Are you guys in gymnastic season? Is it always gymnastic season? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, on TV, and then uh, occasionally we get up like this last weekend. We was up in uh, Athens. We went. We've gone to see the University of Georgia 
Yeah, what's that? What's that environment like at a big SEC meet? What's what's that like? Man, they're rocking. Like, really? Yeah, we, I think we've been to three or four meets now, and uh, like they, the, the 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 gym dogs is University of Georgia, so they 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 hold their meets where the basket the men's basketball team uh, plays. So you know they, I don't say they don't kill it. But yeah. They damn near yeah. And it's cool because it's just, you know, obviously it's a lot more intimate setting, but before the gig, before the meet, they have so much stuff for the kids, right? They have face painting, all this uh, hair, uh, get your hair sprayed, all these stuff for kids right there. And then they do autograph sessions afterwards. You can go down and meet the gymnast. Oh, the yeah. Like, met the gymnast. Like, you know, these, these gymnasts are, you know, superstars to them, right? Yeah. Uh, what I would imagine, too, with a sport like that, like that access is unique. You can't go meet the Georgia football team whenever you feel like it. Right, yeah. Yeah. Different. The um, – is there – and this is my last question on the gymnastics and we can get going, but is there, like, times you have to be quiet? I'm picturing, like, there's rules to cheering. I'm, I'm sure you cannot harass the Florida girl running towards the vault. No, it's rocking and there's music playing the whole time. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely raises my respect through. I mean, it was already like, oh my gosh, they're doing things I could never dream of. But now that it's constant, like golfers couldn't handle that. There's no way. No, no. Shit, if a golfer says one or a fan says one thing, they're they're shaking it into the water. Right. That's. I was thinking of you guys too when that. It was probably January when the UCLA gymnast floor routine went viral. I was thinking of you and the girl. She was killing it. Yeah, that's so. Are you at the point now where you know your girls' routines and what they're supposed to be doing? Has your industry knowledge improved? Uh, yeah, it's gotten a lot better, man. It's uh, I wouldn't say I know their routines just because my 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 memory. Has, uh, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot the football's caught up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, all these different things, yeah. We definitely know what what they are. And, and we got a trampoline not too long, I don't know, a few months ago. So now they can try all the stuff that they can't do on the floor on the trampoline and be able to do it. Help them with their kind of their spatial awareness. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You got, that's that's amazing. That is amazing. Let's dive in now. Listen up. Let's start here. I feel like I got to come clean. I have 
checked off two of our former favorites. I got to say, I've listened to them maybe once or twice. They've fallen out of my rotation. And I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's them. But number one, I don't listen to the the pull-up like I used to with C.J. McCollum. I think he's a phenomenal player. I like C.J. I can't deal with the co-host. I can't do it. I can't. So, CJ, I listened to the mental health one I want to talk about later, but that might have been my first pull-up listen in, man, 10 episodes. Well, it's funny you say that because uh, the pull-up, uh, I, I have pulled out of pull-up. <laughs> uh, and, and, again, it's not that I don't like it. I, yeah. I'm a, I don't like the co-host as well. I'm a, I can't stand his voice. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, I think it's a G League assignment for me as well, for yeah, sure. Okay, here's one. This was a starting lineup change. A lot of media coverage for me. I I got a big shout out, but I dropped the Gringo Mandingo, the Jake Lamotta podcasting. I listened to maybe the first six minutes, and I didn't even – I heard the Tyson interview that I Am Rappaport podcast did was amazing. But that might have been the first thing in um, two, three months with rap. I don't know what happened. I just, I can't, it's not grabbing me like it used to. There's not enough knowledge share, I think. I think that's what it is. Yeah, it, it, I, I think I'm right on the same page. I just recently, probably in the last three, two to three weeks, started back on him. Yeah. He, he, went, he fell out of rotation for a long time. Yep. Or, yeah, I mean, I don't. Yep. Is G Moody out? Is he not on there anymore? Yeah, I haven't heard him. Yeah. And I was searching the internet before we got on, and I couldn't find, like, tabloid rumors like G Moody, last name's rhymes with duty. He's out of the rap show. I don't know what happened. Maybe he caught a case. No, G Moody's takes, especially on the political realm, were making me turn it off. Yes. Like, that's Tyson was his first guest in a long time. Yep. Uh, so then I was like, I, I didn't want to kick him. All he does is rant. Yes. No, for sure. And he's got a lot of beefs out there now. He's got. And I love him. I still watch some of his Twitter stuff, you know, when he has a take on something. But you're right. He's better as an interviewer, I think. He gets good stuff out of people. But I got to tell you, though, when you just want a good laugh, like, <laughs> Yep. I can't, I can't yeah, it's kind of like he's out of his prime, you know. So you can't bring, you can't start him anymore. It's not, it's not going to work. He's like Dirk on his last legs. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with so you go first because you said I have a bunch of. Hey, this was really cool on some of our usual rotation that I like this episode. You hit hit us with some new ones first. No, we talked about him as a guest on with, uh, I think he was with Arian, and he was also on something else. But, yeah, he's got his own. He's got his own podcast. It's called The Red Pill with Van Laken. Uh, I think it's a 
phenomenal. It, it's right up there along the same lines as uh, Arian Foster. So uh, similar, yeah. like deep dive into like just thinking. Deep dive into thinking. You know, the, the thing I love about Van Lathan, and for those that don't know, Van Lathan, he's a uh, he's actually on TMZ. He's the black guy, the, the token black guy. <laughs> yes. On TMZ. Yeah, he's the one that said, no, I don't think you're thinking at all. I got to get on that one. Yeah, it was dope. It dove into No Limit from the beginning and Master P and how he really kind of, you know, set it off for, for people and, and hip-hop really getting paid and getting money, right? Yeah. And he get the credit he deserved. And, you know, we had like Dame Dash on there. He gets in, uh, intellectuals. He gets, uh, you know, who's hot and who's popping right now yeah. in the hip-hop community. I'm looking at one right now. Did you list? This is, you know, up right up my alley with the work that my team does with toxic masculinity, the Cry Like a Man with Jason Wilson. Uh, is that a good one? That was dope. That Cut. was dope. Um, yeah, man. Here's some of the stories of this guy and kind of what he's doing, that guy up in, uh, that Jason guy up in uh, Detroit with martial arts with the uh, kind of underprivileged black community kids. Yeah. And you, we're not Whitlock guys. I, no, I, I, I can't stand Whitlock, but, you know, I think it's important. I always, like, I follow Whitlock on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, just because I want to get his, his point of view to try to see things. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think he's just full of shit, and I think he's just an industry plant that gets paid. From right. Point, but that's my opinion. <laughs> Is he on, how do you get him? Is he on your app? Is he on the iTunes app? Is he SoundCloud only? What is he? Uh, no, if you go to the podcast app, gotcha. on, uh, if you have an iPhone, or, um, you'll be able to find it there. Uh, I'm, I'm yep. sure it's probably in all the other ones as well if you go to iTunes or, or whatnot. Gotcha. Like the Red Pill. I'm excited for the Cry Like a Man, and then I have got, I love when people, you're right, like I, I don't agree with anything Whitlock says, but I do like that he is, he does go back and forth with people. He doesn't hide around. So I'd like, I'm excited to hear Van and him go at it. Well, you know, Whitlock, the thing I will say is he will make you think so that you're just not 100% biased, right? He'll, he'll, he'll say something smart enough that you'll give it a second thought. Like, yes. Like, all right, are my biases, is I'm just biased and that's why I have this opinion? Or is it just a bullshit opinion, right? Right. So he makes you think a little bit, so that's why I kind of, I always like to, to listen to him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, give us another, give us another new one. So another new one, I don't know how I stumbled upon this, but 
Oh, the knucklehead. Darius Miles, that is awesome. You haven't heard this No, uh-uh. So they just started, there's only probably like four or five episodes, but one of the first episodes is with AI, and it's dumb. Oh, I'm in. You know I'm immediately in. I got there, I'm on the Players' Tribune, they're talking about Hennessy in the podcast. Yep. Yeah. So they got AI on there. They've got, I'm looking at, I'm looking through their stuff. First of all, did you read when Darius Miles, this was a while ago, but he wrote for the Players Tribune? That was amazing. Yeah, that was cool. And then Quentin Richardson did the letter to my younger self. That's cool. Did that make you think, like, what would you write back to your younger self that had substance? Right? That had, I could write back, hey, listen, maybe throw the ball on fourth down. You should throw it instead of eating it. But other than that, I got to get deeper, you know? Like, I got to go real. So- tell, the younger Kim should tell himself to get a lineup. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe. Just line this shit up, up front. Just, just, line just once. It oh. It, I would also tell younger Kip, hey, you know what? It's okay to shave when you're 14. It's okay. No one's going to judge you. Hey, but what about this? Would you go back? And I've been thinking about this. This is a super tangent, but that's what we do. Would you go back and tell our parents, hey, why don't you drop these two down a class? The December baby and the June baby. Maybe they should be in the 1998 class and maybe go through puberty before they're seniors in high school. You ever think about that? Well, we were like, everybody's red shirt nowadays. That's what they do in high school. Everybody red shirts. We should have red shirted. Yeah, yeah. I think about uh, my first year of, of college ball, and I'm uh, I'm 17 and playing against grown ass men, 17 years old, 135 pounds. Right. I think that's when you coined that you you taught me what the phrase I got trucked. I said what? Yep. Oh. Now do they? There's a question. Do they have a co-host? Because I was going to talk about winging it. Because I love Vince and Bays, Vince Carter and Baysmore, but the co-host. Is not awesome. So, do these two have a co-host? Or, oh, that's huge. It's these two. It's unfiltered. They're talking bullshit. They're talking shit about. Uh, their, their question to every single guest they have on there is: Tell me the first time when you got the league and and you got your ass busted. <laughs> so that's cool because you you're just hearing about like shit you normally don't hear. You know. Right. For sure. And they're on the podcast app, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, definitely on the podcast app. And uh, you're going to love AI when he talks about the first time he got his ass busted in the league. Oh, and I'm excited. It might surprise you who, who busted his ass. Oh, uh, that is huge. That I'm is all, huge. Yeah, I'm don't spoil it. Don't spoil, I'm going to listen to it immediately after. Oh, Jimmy Butler was on there, it looks like. Oh, that one was really good. He's an interesting guy. 
the uh okay, i like this so yeah that kind of the knuckleheads q rich and darius miles kind of leads me into i've been list i've moved into my starting lineup winging it with vince carter and kent Bazemore. i mentioned the co-host is i don't want it's not because she's a female it's simply because i don't think she's great at navigating the conversations when they have guests she gets in the way uh let me google it here real quick on the interwebs uh, winging it podcast, Annie Finberg. So the guests, and I get it. Co-hosts are supposed to move the conversation and fit in the times, you know, fit in the time restraints. But when the co, they're telling the, that's the best part of these. Like you mentioned with knuckleheads is the stories. I want the stories. I don't need them answering the thought process. When you scored 50, who cares? I want the stories. What did you say to that guy guarding you? What'd you do in the shoot around that day that got you ready? I, it's driving me nuts, but I do like it. Uh, and they had DeMar DeRozan on. It wasn't their most recent one, but maybe two ago. And he talked about it was the same week winging it released the DeRozan interview. And he talked about when he went public with his mental health issues. And it was the same week CJ in the pull up talked about mental health issues and that you know obviously rings home to me and it's amazing that these guys with their platforms are willing to discuss it and it though that was one of their better ones DeRozan talked about for a week after he got traded he didn't leave his you know one of his three vacation homes in a, in Canada he didn't want to see nobody didn't want to talk to nobody and then he finally figured out like oh man I'm in a spiral that I can't get out of and CJ talked about why he how he dealt with it with injuries when he was first in the league, and those those were two really good segments. You know, they were probably twenty minutes. It wasn't the whole episode, but those twenty minutes were really really powerful. All right, I gotta check that. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, the the winging it. You'll love the stories on there too. They had D Wade on there talking about the first time that he dunked on somebody, and the first time that he got dunked on. Um, I think, you know, of the two, Vince Carter, like I was never a Vince Carter guy. I, not that I didn't like him. I just, he wasn't in my group of guys that I cheered for. He was kind of on the other side of Iverson for their careers, but he's really haven't been the old balls in the league. Now he's got a ton of stories. He's got a ton of stories that are really cool to listen to. Any, any other ones from you brand new that we haven't discussed before? Okay. And that one is uh, it's on Pandora podcast, so he has some really cool uh, guests as well. Like you know, Snoop Too Short. He had Michelle Obama. What? Uh, oh, I'm I'm like, in purely for that episode. Man, it's it's, it's dope. So like the one with uh, Snoop. I mean, it goes all the way back. You know, and and Snoop just opens up about all of the death row shit. You know, which like you know, it was our time of uh, you know coming into our, our, our out of our teenage years, man. So that was like we were so invested in, in death row and what was going on. But you hear all the backstories of really what was happening, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, same thing with Too Short. You know, I was always a big Too Short fan. Shout out to uh, Jason Sides out there. That was always fucking <laughs> awesome. his Bronco was Too Short. Yep. And, uh, Right. Everybody. Right. Uh, but he has a lot of them. Like 
I haven't even gone through his catalog. I didn't know he's been running a podcast that long. No. And it, 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 it's deep. It's deep of guests they have. So I've, I filtered through a few of those, but that's, that's definitely one to kind of check out. And then... Uh, so that one's Quest Love Supreme, yes? Yep. 55, Love yeah, 55 episodes. Holy cow. And then one other one, I've only, I've only listened to uh, one or, or I think two episodes, is The Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. What? I listened to, he has his own podcast, and I listened to the one he had with Roseanne Barr on there. And uh, that was interesting. You yeah. know, so in Hot Boxing, you know, Tyson is, he's, he's into, you know, the marijuana business, right? Yeah, yeah. He's all that, like, he, he started a business, so... You know, he's, he's a big advocate for marijuana and the, and the health benefits of it. So he has them on his podcast, and they just sit there and, and they get blows together. You know, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is this? I'm, I'm on his site now. Did he have Phelps on there? Oh, no, no, no. He was talking about Phelps. Okay, okay. I see it now. Wow. Uh, Yeah. It's Mike Tyson's life. Oh my I'm looking at his guests. It's awesome. Terry Crews, Be We Be Real. There's the Roseanne Barr one. Hold I I'm telling you, I would have lost my house if somebody was like, Hey, do you think one day Mike Tyson will write a book and host a podcast? With you know, just with his voice, like no, he, he won't. And there he, okay. Okay. That's why you come to the listen up segments. We've got the Questlove pod. We've got Mike Hotboxing with Mike Tyson. We've got Knuckleheads with Q Rich and Darius Miles. And we've got, what was the first one again? Van Lathan. Yeah, Van Lathan, the red pill. That is huge. Huge. The, hang on. Now, when you got all these podcasts, are you still on your Netflix binge mode consumption tendencies? Right. Um, yes, you don't mess. If you like something, you're going to consume it to the end. But, but before we jump there, so if you remember from, I think, the very first, maybe it was the second Lesson Up episode where I put you on to that, that serial podcast. Yes. Did you ever, with Inez Saeed? Yes, Kelly it consumed it. Kelly loved it. Okay. Something like 300 million downloads, something crazy, right? Yeah. So they made that, they continued it into a doc series on HBO that's bananas. It's on so HBO? Go, yeah, so they, they've done two two episodes so far. I think it's, a, it's either a six or an eight episode series where you get even more information um, docu, docu-series into that case. Uh, so it's it, it, if you like that serial yeah. uh, podcast, you're going to love it. Is that the one that's titled The Trial or the Story of Aned or something like that? It, it's just called, yeah, The Case of yes. Asad 
Yes, I've seen that. Yes, that's popped up on my viewing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see, I'm going to your serial, you know, about the, the how high and how popular it is. Did you see the 2019 Ultimate Podcast Bracket? They had four regions with, so that's 32 of the most popular podcasts. Serial was a number, ser, you would love it. Serial was the number one seed in one region. The Joe Rogan Experience, which you talked about on one of the listen-ups, was the number one seed. Um... Uh, Radio Lab, which I've never heard of, right? And Freakonomics Radio, I've read the book Freakonomics. But I'm trying to go through some of these other ones that we've talked about. Pod Save America, you talked about, was a five seed in the news and sports region. Uh, I'm trying to see t- who the two seeds. Because I was looking, oh, Hidden Brain. I talked about Hidden Brain on one of the last ones. It was a three seed. Yes. That's what I wanted to know. It's not on here. But it just came back. The first episode dropped today. Oh, I'm on. It did? Today? Oh, yeah. I listened to it this morning. New case? You know, so, you know because they're, uh, it got moved. The Supreme Court is going to hear the case, right? So now this season is all about... Actually, it's the first hearing is actually today. Oh, of the Curtis Flowers case. Holy cow. Curtis Flowers case, yeah. That is huge. I don't see it on here. I'm upset with this bracket now. That should be on here. Uh, the Simmons one, obviously I'm a big Simmons guy, but he gets upset in the first round by Pod Save America. Uh, it ended up being, like the final four was Crime Junkie. I've never heard Crime Junkie. Have you listened to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Rose's podcast? No, I've, I've watched the show. Yeah, he's got a podcast too, so I, that's that's on there. Some yeah, of these I'm other ones. Fan, man. I bet that's good. Yep. So the the winner of this bracket ended up being binge mode, a four seed out of entertainment. But I'm out on that. I'm out. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the binge mode. It's part of the Ringer Network, Simmons Network. Oh, okay. But what I do listen to that we we got to figure out a way to do a version of is the rewatchables, the movie podcast where they talk about why this show from 2003 is rewatchable. So they had old school was one of the episodes. And old school was at its peak powers on my wedding weekend, and you guys kept quoting me on the Vince Vaughn. Oh shit! You, get, you need to get you need to get the hell out of here right now. That was that was uh, Kelly. I apologize if you're listening, but that was my groomsman go to quotable of the week. It was all about old school. <laughs> that was great. Uh, so on the Netflix side of things. There's one that I got to recommend, but I don't think you're going to be into it because it is a little sci-fi-y, and I know you're very picky about your sci-fi, much more so than me, okay? But it's called Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, I know. It sounds... <laughs> it's eight episodes, and they're all different. It's not like one story. So it's all people... I'm going to read it. Terrifying creatures, wicked surprises, and dark comedy. In it's a rated MA show. So, like the first one was about like a futuristic prize fight with a twist. The second one was humans are extinct from the earth and robots are taking tours of all the stupid things we did. But all unfiltered language. Kelly hates it, but sci-fi nerds like myself love death and robots. Fully bingeable now. Eight episodes. On Netflix. All right, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll 
I'll probably do the first episode. Do the first one. Do the first one. Yep, see, that wasn't bad. And now it got ripped. I heard, though, because Netflix dumped it, but they're going to get picked up by one of the other networks. We'll see if it stays as good, if it's got to carry a, a different different rating. All right. I got one for you. Okay. Uh, yeah, this one I, I consumed very, very quickly was the trigger warning with Killer Mike. What? Have you seen that? No, I heard about it. I'm, I'm putting it in right now. Trigger warning. There it is. Yeah. But uh, he just does things unconventional. Killer Mike makes you think, man, and he, and he does it in a way that's so bananas because he, you know, he he uh, he he talks about religion. He goes in an episode with religion, and uh, he goes in on an episode with the Bloods and Crips. He goes down. There I see that it's episode three, white gang privilege. Is that the New Jesus episode titled New yeah, Jesus? New Jesus. Dude, it's, it's, you just gotta watch it. Yep. It's, it's so out there, but it just makes you think. Uh, and some of the shit he does, it comes up with, is uh, it's just it's so interesting. Man. Isn't that the, like, is that, like, I think you and I are on the same page and the listeners will have to judge for themselves. I gotta leave a podcast wanting to share something I heard with somebody. That's how I judge if it was worth it. Like I gotta, I gotta go either argue this or man, I gotta tell you about this. And my wife, but she does the same thing. Luckily, I'm lucky she has her own stuff she listens to. But that's what we end up talking about when we're making dinner. Did you hear on this or did you hear on that? Yeah, this one it'll blow your mind because it, 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 it's bananas. Like his first episode is all about how he wants to. Um, keep the black dollar in the black community so he's going to do nothing um, spend all of his money visit anywhere he goes it's going to be at black owned places right okay. and he wants to see if he, can, if he can go I think it was like either 24 or 48 hours whatever it was only black owned businesses and it, it's bananas because he like he can't drive his car because you know it's not from black owned right? Right. and he can't take, take a bus trying to find a black-owned bus station to get because he's got to travel to Athens for a show. He ends up buying a bike from a black-owned bicycle shop and riding around on this bike. Like, it's just nuts. He yeah. can't find nowhere to eat. Uh, but it really, you know, again, it speaks to, again, how, you know, in, in black communities, we we don't recycle our dollars. Yeah. Right? We don't keep it within the black community. So it makes you kind of think about that type of stuff. I mean, it, it, it's really dope, man. It's dope. Didn't we have this discussion about somebody's theory on the black dollar? Was that from an Aryan podcast with his sister? Yeah, with his, with his sister. 
Yeah. Sidebar, what's been going on with his episode production? Arian yeah, Foster, the now what? Yeah, is he just going full rapping and he's just doing his music? Like, I need more from him. Okay, that's that's huge. That's huge for me because I I'm missing out on the intellect. I've been getting a lot of like I've just been on with my brother-in-law just arguing about hot takes on the NBA, which I'm fine with. But I need more depth because I've been listening to a ton of Rosillo and Simmons arguing LeBron stuff. But I need more depth in my day. I need Arian. Yeah, I get, I get sick of the LeBron arguments on every sports show because I watch them all day long. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. But I know me and you both were such huge, huge fans. Did you watch Neverland? I watched. I just got done getting my mind back from being shattered and violently angry surviving R. Kelly. Like, I, my wife and I watched it two, day, two nights, all of them digested, and I literally I wanted to fly somewhere to find the man. Like, I wanted to fly there and get those girls off the interview with Gail King and tell them to go home. Right? So I have, I have Neverland on my DVR. I'm not emotionally prepared to watch it yet. Yeah, it was tough. Oh, I mean, like, with daughters, you have daughters, I have a daughter. Like, I, I, it was unbelievable. Not And it's, I mean, it's obviously the atrocities on the sexual assault side of things, but the brainwashing and the grooming and the manipulation, like I was like, we got to make our, we should watch this with our daughter. And Kelly was like, no, we shouldn't. And I said, we got to, we got to prepare for this. What if R. Kelly shows up? What, you know, it was just all these conversations of the dangers out there with these type of men. I, I, I still don't know how to process it, you know? Yeah. No, get out of here. It, it, it's literally in the so it's in Johns Creek. I live in Swanee. It's the next suburb over. You know, like five ten minutes. Yeah, like I I, I don't even feel prepared to. I like I'm. We're watching it as a team this summer. It's one of the viewing assignments for my guys, and some of them have already seen it, and it was their idea to put it on our. You know how we go about talking about real world stuff with this toxic stuff, and it's even beyond toxic masculinity. It's just a sick bastard, but. Like, how did you and Janelle, like, where, where do you even go when you're watching? Like, how do we even talk about it? Like, Kelly and I were just, like, in silence for minutes at a time, just dumbfounded by how this can happen. Janelle watched a little bit of it, then she was out. <laughs> <laughs> she, so, she, she, didn't, she didn't get it. I mean, she obviously, she, she, knows, she knows the history and whatnot. Yeah. What's crazy is I've had, I've had a few interactions with R. Kelly because he used to come to my club. What? Wow. No way. And trying, to, and trying to pick up on my employees. I was about to say, yeah, what did you see? I'm, I can't imagine he didn't hit on somebody. I can just think of one of my uh, of my employees. He just, he, it was like a little kid. Like, he couldn't go up and just talk to her. He, like, just went to shake her hand, and he had a piece of paper with his phone number on and slid it to her like that. Like, uh. like Right. But I will say I'll give him credit. At least she was of age. Oh my God. What do you? Okay. What do you do with the discography? What do you do with the songs? Because I'm out. And I loved. I wish is maybe one of my favorite songs ever. And I can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm out. I'm done. See, that's always. Uh, it's so tough. Do you, do you 
cancel it. Like, I've tried to cancel it. Right? Yep, yep. It's not like I don't listen to much music anyway. Right. Uh, and his shit, really, he has never put out any new stuff. It's like, his shit wasn't popping anyway. Like, you know, you're not just jamming R. Kelly. Right, yeah, it's not 2002 um, anymore. Right. So that's not, that's not hard. That's not hard to just take completely out of your, your playlist, whatever, right? So, yeah. Yes. I haven't watched The Neverland yet, but I'm, I'm assuming it ends up in a place where I'm going to have this same thought process about his discography. Yeah. You yeah. Know, Man in the Mirror is, is, is my, one of my top three songs of all time. Oh, for sure. For sure. So that, that's always a tough one. And what's tough about that one, though, is, you know, it, it's from the point of view of those two kids who are now grown men. Right? Okay. Yes. He had video, he had everything, right? Yes. But Michael Jackson, he was never, you know, brought to trial, or he was brought to trial, but he was cleared, right? Yeah. Yes. Can we add that to our uh, letters to our younger selves? Can we go back and tell our tell ourselves, "Hey, idiots! OJ killed that woman, and R. Kelly and Michael Jackson are the nasty bastards they're saying they are." Yeah. Oh, okay. No, for sure. We we said to each other, we like, hey, we got to take a week after surviving R. Kelly before we jump right into finding Neverland. Or was it leaving Neverland or what it, what it was? Yeah, and, and it's super graphic. Yeah. Like, I'm talking graphic. Oh, man. It uh, now now you see why with these he- this heavy stuff that you're recommending on here, which I absolutely am watching. That's why I gotta go to Aquaman, and that's what I tell you. Aquaman's awesome because I don't come out of there feeling disgusting. You disagree, but that's why I go to these things. <laughs> you need to create a poll on your on the podcast. Yes. Aquaman was not. Green Lantern and all that shit was awesome. Aquaman was not. Was what was what was? Are you telling me that Jason Momoa is not good in that role? He's the, he's the worst, and he was an awful Aquaman. Oh, you're telling me you wanted like Robert Red? I want some comedy. You know, I want somebody that has some charisma. <laughs> his punchlines were awful. He couldn't he couldn't hit the punchline. His shit was just garbage. It was straight garbage. I so here's what here's my. Here's my my counter. You've been totally marvelized. <laughs> you have been completely marvelized. You have to have Tony Stark in a movie now. And I'm not doubt I Tony Stark's awesome. But now you Oh, Captain Marvel was good. Captain Marvel <laughs> you do see that's I've got hills I die on. You are going to go to your grave hating on Wonder Woman. Uh, absolutely. 
But what about this? Can we agree Avengers Endgame coming out? I'm hyped. It's going to be super dope. Now the connections. Did you stay for the post credit scene? Spoiler alert, people listening, fast forward. You That was sick. When she was there with the Avengers, Captain Marvel, that was sick. <laughs> yeah, that was dope. That was dope. I'm, I'm, I'm super hyped for that. I'm super hyped for it. I think I'm just completely out on uh, DC. So you're not going to give uh, Shazam a chance with DC? I'm going to give Shazam a chance. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? You're going to give Shazam a chance? <laughs> yes, I'm going to give It's not even a favorite character of mine. You know me. I'm a DC guy. I'm not a Shazam guy. But I got to give it a chance. I got to, you know, they're gonna, they got to bring The Rock in. <laughs> is because of the costume or the character? <laughs> the Rock is the bad guy. Not in this one, but they set him up for the next one. <laughs> I am 100% with you. I'm with you. I love The Rock. Samoans stick together, but he is blowing it right now. He's blowing it. What he's in every movie every weekend. Yeah, why is he doing it's like American Gladiator 2.0? Just go home, man. Knock it off. See, the the trailer drew me in. The trailer did draw me in. I would save the world for the record, it's my third time. Great line. Great line. What about this? Okay, sidebar, final thing. Do you follow? Oh, are you on Insta? You're on Instagram now, yes? It took you a while. No, I've been on it. Okay. So, do you follow Will Smith? You follow Will Smith on Instagram? Uh, no, but I follow him on. Yeah, yeah, I do follow him on Instagram. Yeah, I see all his shit. Yeah. yeah What's going? Is he having a crisis? Is he having a fifty-year-old crisis? Because he's on a lot and he's doing a lot of preaching, and I love him. I love him. No, no. Well, I, I'm still on Joe. I went to Joe immediately for the R. Kelly, and those fools had me dying. God, it was two episodes ago. I was on a five-hour drive, and I was audibly crying with laughter with those guys. I can't remember what they were talking about. Oh, will you stand for me? And I was dying. <laughs> It was the episode on when Jada had um, Kylie's best friend who cheated with Tristan Thompson. It was that episode. They were killing me with that. Oh, that was great. Listen up. Oh, yeah. I, I love them. But, you know, I really do the beginning. When they get, I do fast forward on the topics. Like I try to go to the topics that I want to hear them talk about. Because they can get on some stuff that I just, I think to myself, man, this could be considered toxic, but they're making me laugh. <laughs> but Maul's figured it out. Maul's like, I can't be in this conversation right now, fellas. <laughs> he does. And I can't, okay, let me, tell, let me ask you this. Where do you land? Is Parks a good addition 
Does Parks contribute? Park, Parks adds nothing, and I, and I can't stand his voice either. Yes. And he adds nothing. He needs, no. He's still, like, he's working in... for them when they crack jokes on him and about his height and shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I think Parks is the only one... Yes. It's I like when they crack on Savon, like when they're worried about Savon's mental health in his relationships. I tell you, uh, God, they're great. Yeah, the Joe Budden podcast. We gotta always shout them out because that is they're never getting out of the lineup. They're always in the lineup. And now that especially their Saturday episodes where their give a shit level is below below normal. They always talk about how they. Oh, jeez. They're, um, they are hilarious. Okay, sidebar. Is there, because I've been noticing on my podcast, and you being the uh, podcast guru for us, like when I listen to Simmons, I listen to a lot of the Simmons podcasts, and he snorts in his laughter. Drives me nuts, right? Everybody has quirks. I can't stand when I laugh on the podcast because I laugh like a hyena. Is there something on these pods? Like, is there a go, like one thing you notice with everybody? Like one particular person that drives you nuts. Yo, Button. Yes, yes. And I can see his face doing that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I've been trying to on our podcast, even on the last draft, when I get in, I'm not going to laugh. I've been turning the mic down. I've been trying to get away from it because I want to punch myself in the face. So today I even got a filter in front of the microphone. I've been trying to change my laugh. You know, we're always striving to be better, you know? That's what it's all about. Every episode gets better. Every yep. day, every episode, right? Strike the rock. Strike the rock. No, I can't preach win the day. Uh, our current one is Habit 66. You want? Let me explain that to you. Bearcat Hoop Habit 66 because it takes 66 hours to make something a habitual part of your life. So are you spending that 66 on your jump shot? Is it your explosive weightlifting? Where are you going with your 66? What do you think? So 66 hours and what kind of time frame? Um, just 66 put into, I can't remember the time frame. We're telling them 66 hours, they had to map it out between our exit meetings in March and when they go home in May. Right, so that's on our T-shirts. You know, that's our uh, our hashtags on our posts. We've we've been through some hashtags. Strike the rock, be known, no intro needed. I'm a hashtag guy. I I come up with the options and I put it to a vote. Put it to a vote, you know, and then I go to cooltext.com. Shout out to cooltext.com, and I mess around with what the logo should look like. Put that to a vote with the captains. It really is uh, basketball is a really hard job, you know. It's really difficult. You got. To, I think I kind of am because I got a channel where I'm creating audio content, not just for the pod, but we're doing a lot of audio content for the team. Um, I think I'm a semi-creator. You know, I draw a lot of X's and O's. You know. You know, can I? Is that a label now? Can I put that in my bio? <laughs> Coach Kip I own. Ten years. Ten years creating. 
Oh, Across the Streams podcast, David Gunn, listen up. Content reminder, the opinions expressed on the Cross the Streams podcast are those of the host and the guests alone and do not reflect the opinions of the institutions, universities, or businesses that employ the hosts or the guests. Shine. I'm just keeping my shine. 